Hello, and thanks for joining us today. My name is Jason Hatley. I'm the financial planning manager here at Five Plan Partners. Today, I want to talk about a topic that's come up several times here recently with some of our clients who have young school-aged children. And that's the idea of setting aside some money and investing for their children's future. For those of you who may be considering this, I want to spend a little time just discussing a few ideas uh, that we feel like may be the best options for you. The first idea that comes to mind is a taxable non-retirement account. This would be just a standard investment account that would be owned by you, the parent, and informally earmarked for the child. This is an account that you can add or withdraw funds from at any time and in any amount with no limitations, nor are there any limitations on what the funds can be invested in or used for when you withdraw them. This option would offer the opportunity to achieve more growth than you would get in a bank savings account and also provide you with the opportunity to teach your children the fundamentals of investing. But any income generated off the account through dividends or interest would be taxable in each year. And because you as the parent are the owner of the account, it would be included in your income for the tax year. So while this option would provide the most flexibility, it offers no tax advantage savings. So if tax savings is a priority for you, you may want to consider one of these other options. First of all, a 529 college savings account. As the name implies, these are accounts that are uh, designed specifically for saving for college costs. Similar to the first option, these accounts are owned by you, the parent, but are formally designated for the benefit of the child. These accounts are funded with after-tax dollars, but the withdrawals are completely tax-free as long as they're used for qualified college education expenses. And as an added benefit, the contributions may qualify for a state income tax deduction. The downside of these accounts is that the funds must be used for qualified education expenses, and the growth portion of any withdrawals used for any other purposes are going to be taxed and penalized when you withdraw them. You do have the option of transferring any excess amounts for one child into a 529 for another beneficiary, but the funds still must be used for the same qualified education expenses for the second beneficiary. So in general, we caution against the risk of overfunding 529 accounts for the purpose of avoiding any unnecessary taxation and penalty on any excess amounts. If you want to avoid the risk of overfunding a 529 and avoid the limitations on the usage of the funds, you may want to consider an UGMA or an UTMA account. As opposed to the first two options, these type of accounts are legally owned by the child, but you as the custodian would retain control over the account until the child reaches the age of majority. So what's the difference between an UGMA and an UTMA account? Well, there are really only two real differences. The first is in the type of assets that can be held by each. An UGMA account is limited to your typical financial assets that you would find in any other investment account. On the other hand, an UTMA is broadened to allow any kind of asset, whether it be financial or tangible. This would include a car, real estate, artwork, coins, collectibles, any asset of value can be added to an UTMA. 
The second difference is that depending on the child's state of residence, the age of majority for each type of account could be different. For instance, in Alabama, the age of majority for an UGMA account is the age of 19, whereas 21 is the age of majority for an UGMA account. Remember that this is the age where control of the assets legally transfer to the child. So you want to make sure that you're comfortable with your child taking possession of those assets at that age. From a tax perspective, the income generated off these accounts are taxable each year, but special rules allow for the first $2,100 of investment income to be attributed to the child. These types of accounts allow for broader investment options than a 529 would, and the funds can be used for any purpose as long as it's for the education or the welfare of the child. Other things to keep in mind about these types of accounts are that assets transferred into the account are irrevocable. In other words, once the assets are placed into the account, they become legal possession of the child and you cannot pull the assets back out to be used for your own purposes. Also, once the assets are transferred to the child at their legal age majority, you cannot place any special conditions on the usage of the assets. One important side note is that these accounts can negatively impact the child's eligibility for college financial aid. Because they're legally owned by the child and are assumed to be funds available to contribute towards the college education costs. So if your primary goal is to save for your child's education, or maybe just to provide a little extra financial cushion once they become adults, then 529s, UGMAs, and UDMAs are great options. But if you're thinking a little more long-term, then you might want to consider this final option. And that's the idea of going ahead and starting a Roth IRA for your child. This should only be used to get an early start on saving for retirement because the growth on any amounts withdrawn prior to their age 59 and a half will be taxed and penalized. Also, this option only applies to children who are old enough to work and have employment income. For children who fit that category, they can contribute up to the lesser of $6,000 or their gross earned wages in any given tax year. The huge benefit of a Roth IRA is that the money put into the account grows tax-free and can be withdrawn tax-free in retirement as long as those funds are left in there beyond their age 59 and a half. An added benefit to this option is that if you're a business owner or report Schedule C income, you can pay your children to work in the business and create a tax deduction for the business. I hope these ideas are helpful as you think about how to save and invest for your child's future. If you have any questions, feel free to email us, give us a call, or just stop by and see us. We're here to help you find the best option to fit your needs.